Hi, Dr. Sears. I'm not sure what to do about my daughter. Hey, Dr. Sears. When I opened my baby's diaper, what came out really Hi, Dr. Sears. My kids refuse to eat fruits and vegetables. What do I, I do? I've been more terrible things the last couple of days. Can I get your advice, Dr. Sears? Welcome into the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jim Sears, along with uh, my co-host, Hayden Sears, my sister and certified health coach. How you doing? Good. All right. Along with Matt. Our brother. Soundman Matt. What How you doing? Hey, hey. <laughs> so this is the first show of the new year. So happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Uh, yes. Woohoo. Woohoo. Yeah. So um, we got a little bit of a late start this morning. And uh, <laughs> when I was sitting in the studio here and Matt showed up. And <laughs> he's like, hey, he's, he's, I'm going to quote him, it takes so long to get out of the house with a little guy. <laughs> yeah, I had to bring my little four-year-old son along in tow. So he's playing around here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I, I, that's one thing I do not miss about having younger, younger, younger ones. Same. It really <laughs> They does. have a different meaning for the word hurry. It's yes. like, like, hurry means, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Or, right. or I'm hungry. Yeah. Or... <laughs> His latest thing, he becomes a turtle, and it oh. just goes super slow, super slow. Oh, and man. it's infuriating. I try to make it a game to kind of like move it along, uh-huh. but it's like a I, super speed. I turtle. think he knows. He knows. He's just like <laughs> pissing me off. So. Oh man! Hey, I just thought of this. I've I've never really tried this. Um, when I I do a lot of sailing and cruising, and something when we're sailing, especially if uh, an ocean passage, um, you know, across a large body of water for several days. Uh, I, I did one trip from uh, L.A. to Honolulu, and that took us eight days. But we, um, you know, you have all your stuff on the boat, but we have what's called the ditch bag, meaning if something really bad happens and you have to get off the boat into a life raft within just a minute or two, you have a bag. Mm-hmm. It's usually brightly colored yellow. It's called the ditch bag, and you can pretty much grab the ditch bag in a panic, and that's everything you need, right? Mm-hmm. So what if you had a ditch bag for a four-year-old, meaning you just have packed a little duffel, everything you could possibly need for that morning outing, right? And so you don't even have to, he doesn't even have to get ready. You just like, okay, Levi, follow me. We're going, where are we going? Yeah, doesn't matter. And uh, you just put him in the car and you go and then uh, you've got everything. Well, it sounds you know, like- He just gets dressed when he gets there or whatever. Yeah. And It sounds, sounds so like a- simple. <laughs> right? Because back, you know, yeah, it sounds so simple. You just but have, have a bag and a change of clothes. <laughs> but and, that sounds uh, exactly like a diaper bag. Like that's uh, what we, we have, and it still doesn't have. work. It's it's harder than it sounds. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you called it a Jedi, a Jedi mission bag. Yes, and we got to go on our mission right away. <laughs> that, that could work. <laughs> but so. I'm a turtle dad, not a Jedi right <laughs> yeah, now, right, Dad. No, I'm, no. <laughs> So anyways, I guess I think that is one of the points. If if uh, you always got to make sure you don't. Let your kids know that you're pushing. They're pushing your buttons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, you're just like, hey, I don't care. It's fine. And I, I always, whenever I'm running late, I'm super on edge. Just, mm-hmm. I, I, I know that about myself. I'll just have a tendency to explode if I, if I let it get there. So I have to be super intentional about staying calm about the situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so yeah. Hard. Oh boy. All right. Well, New Year. Yay! Yay. Today's uh-huh. today's an extra special day. It is. Why is that day. so special today, Hayden? You know, I just woke up today and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel great. I feel good. You know, I got eight hours of sleep, which I rarely get. So today, so special. I got eight it's hours a, of sleep. It's a super special day for me because yeah. I finally got that uh, popcorn kernel out of my teeth. Oh my gosh. For like 
a week now that's been sitting there. I know. You've been texting me about that. Congratulations. Oh, that's so great. Yay, Matt. No, no other, no other particular reason. No, I think that's it. Nothing else special about today. (laughs) It is Dr. Jim's birthday today. (laughs) Yay, Dr. Jim. Happy birthday, Dr. Jim. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really do anything. All I was was born. (laughs) My mom, I guess. Really? We really should She'd be the one. You know, you should celebrate the mother on No, I have a thing about that. Seriously, (laughs) I think that the mom should be celebrated on a birthday. Like, she should get a gift. There should be something where the mom gets celebrated. Makes sense. There's something to that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's huge. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I didn't do it. All I did was (laughs) show up. You know, you can expand the whole greeting card uh, thing there with the extra card for mom. Yeah. I'm just saying, flowers, massage, or chocolate. Pick one and send. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. You know, my birthday is right just after mm-hmm. New Year. So I, it's, I'm always in the resolutions kind of mindset. So I oftentimes uh, think of some, you know, I reflect on when it's my birthday and think, of, okay, what am I going to try to accomplish this year? And uh, in years past, one year, long, long time ago, I ran my first marathon, um, mm-hmm. not on my birthday, but I decided, hey, you know, when it was my birthday, I'm going to do a marathon this year. And so nice. I did. I did actually the very first L.A. marathon Ooh. back in the, ugh, when was that, the late 90s, mid mid to late 90s, I think it might have been 86. Uh, yeah, 86. Anyways, um, so I did that. And then uh, when I turned 40, I said, you know, I want to dr- run a uh, an Ironman, Ooh. Ironman triathlon. <laughs> you know, a lot of these... A lot of these, uh, everybody's running, you know, triathlons, biathlons, marathons. But this year, for 52, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a Toyota-thon. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it on TV. A lot of people talking about the Toyota-thon. You got to get down there and right? participate in the Toyota-thon. So I need, uh, I have no idea no? what the training's going to con- constitute, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to get a training partner, and I'm going to do myself a Toyota-thon. Do it. It always sounds so exciting. Yes. I hear oh, that yeah. you know the commercials. That's awesome. Yes, so that is, that's going to be great. <laughs> that's but, fantastic. Um, <laughs> so thank you. Happy birthday to me, everybody. And yeah. you're, you're helping me keep my resolution of not buying people birthday presents. So. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I can, far, cool. so good. I like it. So like for our family, we often get together for our birthdays, celebrate birthdays, and we give get each other cards for the most part mm-hmm. but they're really funny our, our yeah. family has a great way of picking out just fantastic cards and they're very enjoyable yeah yeah so. how cool um now back to the new year's thing mm-hmm. uh we've just gone through uh two it seems like a good two weeks of just christmas holiday parties mm-hmm. and new year stuff and there's just junk food all over the house, yep. right? So it's for, it's our time to kind of detox, not just detox the body, but detox the pantry. Yep. You know, and uh, you know, there's like half bags of chips and and uh, worse things. Lots of chocolate sitting around, and it's stuff that we normally just don't have in the mm-hmm. house because if it's there, I eat it. And uh, so I'm just waiting um, to uh, you know, it's, we're not we're not going to throw it away, but we're just uh, going to it'll yeah, get it'll used all. up. Um, but I'm just waiting for our teenager to kind of go, hey, we're out of Doritos, you know? I'm like, yes. well, what do you mean? Yes, we are. We, out we're them. out of them. Well, They're gone. That's, that's kind of makes it sound like we're supposed to have them, you know? She's gone for, you know, two weeks of having Doritos in the house, and suddenly she's going to expect them now. to be there. Yeah. So, um, so that's going to be a bit of a shark. What do you mean? No, you know, so. 
Anyway, so um, so those that stuff's getting out and um, going back to just uh, I was in the gym this morning, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I, for some reason, over the holidays, I just had a hard time getting to the gym, you know, because I, I think I, I think it was just a lot of family in town and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So I, I had a good workout. It was good, nice. Good. What about you? I went yes. Well, I went yesterday to exercise. Didn't get to the gym, but I went outside. I needed sunshine. I feel like I've been not getting enough sunshine lately, so I just needed to. Oh yeah, soak You're vitamin up. D. Mm-hmm. You're a vitamin D. You know, nine probably when I test kids, we don't like to do blood work a lot in kids, but when we, whenever I do, I usually throw in a vitamin D level. Mm-hmm, good. It's like ninety-five percent. Almost every single child that I check is low, mm-hmm. and and that's huge. That's and we a live big, in big Southern deal. California, mm-hmm. so that's. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. For the most part, most people really do need to take a vitamin D supplement and try to get out and get more sun, like direct skin sun Mm -hmm. contact. And uh, so don't forget to follow us and find us on Facebook and Instagram, Dr. Sears Family Podcast. Uh, Like us, rate us, give us a review, send us questions, uh, comments. We love them. And then on the interwebs, you can find us at askdrsears.com slash podcast. And uh, speaking of comments, it is now time for Comments with Hayden. We have one comment that I just love. We We read a bunch last time, so we used all our comments. (laughs) We'll have to stretch it out. But I love this one. Becca Rar one. She says, I hope one day I'll meet you, Dr. Sears, which is so sweet. That's That's really, really cool. We... We would love to meet all of our, all our people all over the world, which is great because Jim and I actually do get to travel and do a lot of speaking all over the world, especially Dr. Jim. Uh, do you have any, speaking of that, do you have any speaking engagements yes. coming up? Yes, oh, I don't have it in front of me, but okay. uh, end of January, I'm going to be in uh, Austin, mm-hmm. Texas, I think. No, San Antonio, San Antonio. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to be in Carlsbad, California. That's close. That's mm-hmm. so just a half an hour down the, mm-hmm. uh, down the beach in um, February 6th, and then the next day I'll be in Tucson, Arizona, and then that's a Thursday, and then the following, the next day, Friday, I'll be in um, Phoenix, awesome. or Stock, Stock, Stockdale, <laughs> is there, Stock, no, is there, um, Scottsdale, Scottsdale, Scottsdale yes, Scottsdale. it's essentially Phoenix, but, <laughs> right. uh, um, and then I'll be going to, uh, in March, um, I've got some stuff in the upper Midwest, um, St. Paul and Fargo, and uh, so we'll, we'll get these all yeah, up yeah, on the you website. You can find them too. on there. Mm-hmm. We'll get but, those uh, on. Well, since uh, Becca Roar one can't get to, can't meet me today, well, maybe we'll meet her. Ooh. I actually pulled up her Instagram <laughs> um, profile. Uh, if you follow us on uh, Ask Doc, uh, at uh, Doctor Sears Family Podcast on Instagram, I will follow you back. So I'm following everybody. Okay. Um, it's kind of fun. Um, so looks like uh, she's uh, a mom. I see one picture with the car seats in the back. Uh, her latest post <laughs> is her on the couch with a whole bunch of laundry to do, but she's sipping a glass of wine. It's a recliner, so it looks like uh, she's chilling good. out. That's a good. That's a good, good way Becca, to do laundry. It's good. You need to get some yeah, get yeah. some relaxing time in. I like this. I like this lady. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's awesome. Cool. So, uh, but there's no bio, so no, no, I can't tell how many kids she has and all that kind of stuff. But thank you for listening, Becca. Our um, my my wife's uh, sister's name is Becca, uh-huh. Rebecca, but she calls her Bika. Bika? She, she's called her Bika ever since she was a little kid, and so we, I still call her Bika. It's kind of funny. <laughs> That's so, cute. anyways, all right. So that was comments with Hayden. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for our favorite food swaps. 
We should have a theme for that. Yeah. We I was thinking uh, maybe the Wayne's World theme. <laughs> food swaps. Food swaps. Party time. It's party time. Let's and eat some food. Food swaps. <laughs> Swing. So, um, oh food God. swaps. Um, I, 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 I don't know if we're ever going to run out of food swaps, but yeah. today's food swaps is um, talking about salads mm-hmm. and lettuce. Um, and we know iceberg lettuce is what most kitties like because mm-hmm. uh, it's crispy and... Uh, there's not really much flavor. Yeah, there's it's... really not much... Right. What are you talking about? It tastes like salad dressing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. Iceberg That's lettuce. True. It's but, what's uh, served in most like, fast it, food We call places. it see-through lettuce, right? Because mm-hmm. there's no, hardly any color to it. And uh, we know generally the less color a veggie has, the less it's good for you. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when my kids were little, we, we just had to kind of shift out of iceberg lettuce towards some of the other good, the spring mix or the romaine and... Um, you know, and uh, and like you said, Matt, I we just kind of did it with our mm-hmm. kids, and why? And you know, salad it tastes like salad dressing, so uh, so why not just uh, use a, a not? lettuce that's going to be good for yeah. you? You know, and and uh, for a while you can kind of mix them together, so mm-hmm. they still get that crunch from the iceberg, but then they get yeah. some darker greens in there. Yeah. But it, it does make a huge difference the yeah. the nutrition that's in a dark green. Leafy vegetables, so much more. Oh, for sure. And, um, you know, and, and, but if you really want that crunch, you can add other crunchy stuff, little nuts mm-hmm. or... Uh, Carrots, um, celery, What's cucumbers. the, uh, when the soybeans are like hardened? Oh, uh, roasted dried. edamame. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, that, those are good in salads. So good. Yeah, I really like the salads that have a bit of crunch to it. Mm-hmm. So we have these little, you know, like salad uh, cruncher packets in our pantry that we'll just throw in there. Hopefully it's good for us. So, uh Yeah. Well, that was a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, if you have a home garden, uh, maybe grow your own romaine or mm-hmm. spring. I guess spring mix is some, not something you would grow. Would, yeah, uh, no, there is. is there, there is, is yeah. Actually, that can, is a... You yeah, buy, you can get like, like a... these that all grow together. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. It's kind of a spring mix type thing. So, and if, you, and if you're growing it at home, uh, your kids are way more likely to eat it because they planted it and they watered it and they watched it grow and... Uh, and you go out and pick mm-hmm. it, and boom. And they can good. be little turtles eating their dark green <laughs> vegetables. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> One good use of being a turtle when you're four, <laughs> yeah. other than trying to get out the door fast. Yeah, we've got we've got rabbits, and sometimes it seems our, our rabbits are eating a healthier salad oh, than yeah. us. <laughs> they're you know? smart. I mean, they're eating cilantro <laughs> and parsley and the, the romaine and this and that. So anyways, all right. So that was food swaps, food swaps. <laughs> I feel like we need a guitar. We need a guitar solo. Yeah, we'll do it. Come on. We'll do it there. All right. <laughs> I'll make it happen. Okay. So we're going to look at some questions. We don't have a caller or anything. So but we had a bunch of listener questions. So we're going to start with one from Susie Shine 101. Her question was, do you recommend keto, paleo, vegan, or any other diet plan specifically? And uh, I thought that was – actually, that's kind of an interesting question because mm-hmm. um, for anyone that's tried to lose weight uh, or just eat better, it, it can be tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's especially uh, – you know, years ago, I actually lost 40 pounds um, using the Atkins diet, the um, low-carb, super low-carb, uh, protein and fat-rich diet. And uh, for me um, – I mean, all these diets are out here and there's pluses and minuses. I don't think there's any perfect diet. Um, but the uh, – having – just following one of them uh, is better than – just struggling with mm-hmm. with no plan, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like if you wanted to climb Mount Everest, 
it's a it's a pretty uh, tall order. You mm-hmm. know, it's a tough task to do. But and so why not do it with somebody that's done it before, a guide, and that's what a lot of these plans can be like—a a good guide uh, to guide you through. Uh, the perils and uh, the pitfalls of uh, climbing Mount Everest. I mean, uh, trying to lose a bunch of weight, you know. And back when I did that, I actually had a buddy that was doing it too. Um, And it was great to just share recipe ideas and uh, check in with each other. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing, oh, I'm down two pounds. Oh, great. Hey, I'm down three pounds. And we actually almost was a bit of a competition between Mm -hmm. us. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. I think, I mean, I get this question a lot because there's so many different plans out there. I think in general, whatever plan is going to resonate with you and you're going to stick with is a good direction to go in. Now, I do think some some plans, if, especially if you get down to the really detailed, there's some things that, that maybe aren't good long term. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I think that some of the plans that are really out, out of balance um, might really work to drop some pounds quickly, but you really can't stay on them for very long. That They maybe are more of a jump start. For me and, and a lot of the people I work with, I prefer to kind of do a slow, slowly but surely, or maybe start out with a, a little jump start. But I like to set them on a plan that they can, they can, it's then their new way of eating. And maybe it's kind of a little bit more specific at first, and then they can open it up a bit. But one that's very balanced and focused on real, real whole food. Um, mm-hmm. That way, it's, it's after that first initial like 10 pounds loss or 20 pounds loss, whatever their goal is, it's something they can continue doing. Unfortunately, with a lot of the plans that are just kind of, you do this for 30 days, lose 10 pounds, then they go back to their old way of eating, they're going to gain it back. Yep. And sometimes even more. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's where I hate to see people um, get discouraged and be up and down like that. Um, we actually on our we have a, a Sears team of healthy living advocates all over the world that we work directly with, um, and we lead kind of a cleanse detox thing every month for ten days. And basically, that's what it is. It helps your body just learn take that ten days and learn a new way of eating, and it's focused on whole food. And so, if anybody's kind of still looking for something to jump into in January or any month, really any month, reach out to us on on um, one of our platforms and we'll connect you with one of our Sears Healthy Living team members and um, they can kind of be that guide. Because that's another thing. I mean, as a health coach, people want to lock arms with somebody. They want somebody to help guide them through it, whether it's a friend or a group. Um, <clears throat> we have private Facebook groups that if you join our cleanse, you get to be a part of, you get to hear from Dr. Sears and I and other, you know, um, fitness trainers, other experts that kind of help us guide through the 10-day process. And then ongoing, actually, we have people that we engage with every day, kind of forever to help us stay on that that forward trajectory of our health. Um, so engage with us, interact with us. We would love to have you join us in our next Gentle Cleanse. And a lot of them are very fit out. Oh, um, they're very family friendly. So the whole family can do it. And th- what I love about that is as a mom, I want to do things that my kids can see and also do that the way mm-hmm. I eat is appropriate for them to eat and um, my whole family. That's cool. I yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Now, what would be the, of all the, the our platforms, is there one particular one that would be best for this particular if, uh, For people like, to reach out to me yeah. on uh, probably Instagram on mm-hmm. Hayden Sears one the number one um, you can also reach us through askdrsears.com. Um, but yeah private message me on Instagram Hayden Sears one 
Okay, or hold reach. on. Let me just, yeah. I'm going to message you right now. Okay, message me right now. Hey, and then, um, hey, yeah, or on askdrsears.com. Cool, cool. It's funny. I grab my phone. I'm getting a bunch of birthday <laughs> messages. Oh, that's great. That's the so best. So it's kind of fun. Although I really try to 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 respond to each and every uh-huh. one of them. But when it gets to like when it hits like 200, I'm like, oh, okay, Shoot. maybe if I just like each one of yeah. them. No, uh, that's that will, that's that adequate. I mean, I think everybody feels the same way. And if you get a like, it's like, okay, good, they got yeah. it. <laughs> and then of course tonight, I've, I have to do the obligatory post where thank you everybody for all your birthday wishes, uh-huh. right? And of course, that's what it, what is that really? That's a reminder. All, to all my friends right. that didn't wish me happy birthday. <laughs> so and then I'll get another 50 or 100 uh-huh. uh, just on that post. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't I, I don't I don't need to have birthday wishes, but uh, Yes, you I, do. Uh, Everybody needs birthday wishes. Yeah. I didn't do anything. <laughs> but that's well, okay. Everybody you knows your self-worth is measured in yeah. Facebook likes. Right, yeah. That's true. That's yeah. what I teach. If we're going to celebrate something, I should celebrate my graduation from medical school or something. I, it's which true. Is, it's you know yeah, which, uh, that but was... you know what though? I mean, it is a celebration of life. We're kind of joking, but it yeah, is. You, you know, you get it to is. live another year and all that fun stuff. But you know what? Call mom. Call mom and thank her for your. Yeah. Hey, thanks. We should thank... call her right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's she doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll get her on the phone, sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so, but let's just finish up this diet thing. Um, I it's uh, it's. When I did, when I was trying to lose my weight, um, it was really nice just having a a, a very specific, uh, like I said, I did Atkins and a lot of people do the, do the low carb thing, and it just it felt very easy for me to. Well, what's your plan? Well, my plan is to not do something. You know, uh, I'm not going to eat carbs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, as opposed to, I have to go and do something, you know, mm-hmm. run, you know, run five miles a day or something like that. I just found for me, it was easy. Uh, what's your plan? Not doing carbs. And so if there's carbs, oh, not doing it. Not you know, doing and, that. and some people go, oh, okay, I'm going to cut it down to 20 grams of carb, mm-hmm. 10 grams of carb. For me, it was actually easier to just go for zero. Yes. Just yeah. hardcore, extreme zero. <laughs> you know, if there's a carb in it and I'm do- not doing it. And, uh, I, I found the results just, uh, we came so much faster for me mm-hmm. and uh and i do that every every couple of months i'll do a a, a good week of um of just super low carb kind of mm-hmm. get the uh i like to get you know think of my body having a uh you got two two tanks in it you got your carb gas tank and you got your fat gas tank and you can your body can use each of them for energy mm-hmm. um and i think if you're always keeping that carb tank full the body tends to forget about using the fat tank. Mm-hmm. So I, if I let that carb tank run out, then my body's forced to use that, the fat tank mm-hmm. and uh, to use some of my fat for energy. And um, it just kind of keeps all those enzymes in the body uh, on those, those pathways that, that, that burn the fat, uh, keep them going mm-hmm. and charged up and, and rolling. And uh, I think it's, it's just, I, you know, we talk about keto, people going into ketosis, uh, and there's a lot of uh, health benefits we're seeing with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's I think it's healthy to go into a uh, occasional low low grade level of uh, ketosis. Yeah, uh, and I think what you hit on something that really is what you what works best for your personality, almost mm-hmm. like kind of the all or nothing. Like yeah. it's just better for you to do nothing. But some people, if you take away and they can't have like any carbs, that will freak them out, and yeah. then they'll actually binge on carbs. Right. Yeah. So as when I'm working with people, I, I like to get to know them a little bit to see how they're going to um, succeed. So for people that can't, if if I take away all their carbs, they're going to freak out. Then we'll have to find something a little bit more balanced for them. But um, yeah, I I'm I'm 
I actually used to be the same way where I just had to cut things out. But in the last 10 years, I've realized that I more need a, a balanced um, type program for myself. Because yeah. if I take away something, it might last a couple days, but then that's kind of all I think about. So my brain works a little different now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, it was funny because I, I, would, I would go into ketosis and I would measure my urine. And, uh, I, you know, a couple times a day, I'd, yes, I'm still in ketosis. I'm still burning the ketones. And, uh, and, uh, and if I would go to a, a, a party and have a couple pieces of bread or something, I'd go out of ketosis. And then, then my challenge was to see how quickly I could get, get back, back into yeah. ketosis. It was just a, you know, a... a you know what? That's that, good. For me, it was a way you to have a be con- motivated. A competitive nature, so mm-hmm. you're using that to your benefit, right, which is right. great. So, uh, any luck with mom? Well, she didn't answer my text, but let's just go ahead and yeah, call just her. call her. Just call Even her, if right? I leave a voice message, it's not it's not going to leave. It's give her phone number, will it? <laughs> I sure hope not. I don't think so. So, anyways, while while it's going, so while that's ringing, our next question. I'm not going to read who this is from. Oh, it's funny. It's ringing. It's ringing. Okay. Well, the next question, uh, this mom wants to know how to control anxiety. So we'll, we'll, we'll circle back. Hi, Matt. Um, just pulling into the driveway. Hey, Hi. Matt. Hey, Mom. It's Jim, actually. Oh. It's actually Jim oh. and Hayden. Yeah, you Hi, better Mom. Put gotcha. your head. We're actually on the Happy podcast right now. Yeah, thank you. We were talking about my birthday, and I, I kind of said, you know what? Uh, I didn't really do anything, so who, should, who we should be <laughs> congratulating is my mom. Right. So, I just was thinking, wait, I was thinking the exact same thing. No. <laughs> Mom, did you did did you hear Jim say you're live on our yeah, podcast you're, right we're, now? We're, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> I did so not keep, hear that. So keep the language. For, uh, cool. Yeah, don't yell at Jim right now. <laughs> but, but, uh, okay, but so family th- friendly language. Got so it. Thank you, Mom, for birthing me 52 years ago. Aww. Six in the morning on a cold. Yes, cold, yeah, some really really cold, cold. Uh, morning in Boston. Yeah, on the uh, getting off the ice, leaving house was fun. <laughs> that whole story. You know that story, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and tell it. Tell it, Mom. Tell the story. <laughs> well, I had a very short labor, and I didn't really realize that I was probably in transition on the way to the hospital, but getting off the ice oh. with our car parked you know, on an icy parking lot was um, my my um, introduction to motherhood. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, you know, the contractions. <laughs> Trying, you know, how you have to rock the car back and forth. Dad had to get out of the car, pushing, try to get stuff under the wheels. So we did make it to the hospital in time. But the doctor, the doctor uh, scolded me for waiting too long. (laughs) What are you doing? So I want to go back to the getting the car out of the ice. How many times did you yell at dad? And I'm curious just how loud that got. I thought were you, that were you, preoc- really you were preoccupied at the time. Yeah, I was very busy. Well, busy and if trying to do the the Lama's breathing, that is pretty worthless at that stage. <laughs> when people don't know what transition is, this is right before the baby starts coming out. I mean, you're like right oh, there, before you so. start pushing. Oh, right yeah, that's the stage pushing. where the, the mom starts it's yelling not- at the husband. You did this yeah, to me. I'm never doing that's, this again. Yeah, that's that, that's. <laughs> The, yeah, transition is worse than the pushing stage, and you know, yeah. So literally, the worst then, time you back, could be stuck in a car on on, ice. on 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 ice. Yeah, let me just say a little quick preaching okay. on my childbirth educator soapbox. Do it, mom. <clears throat> um, wait, I lost my train of thought. Hold it. Wait, it's coming back. It's back. Fifty-two years ago, uh-huh. the big thing was to have a spinal anesthetic so that you wouldn't feel anything from the waist down. 
And then, of course, then the baby has to be delivered with forceps. So you can always claim, Jim, you can always claim that you had forceps injury. If it came to needing an excuse for anything, you could always say, well, it was those four sets. Uh-huh. Is that what's wrong with my head? Yeah, try that on (laughs) on Jessica next time you do something really stupid. Honey, uh, she she asked me to do the dishes or something. I I can't. I got a brain injury. Got this injury. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, things changed after that. That was the last time I signed up. So that doctor was... I went in during my pregnancy. I said, I really want a natural childbirth because that was all kind of, I was into reading that kind of stuff, being a, you know, a nurse. I kind of had a heads up and he patted me on the back or shoulder and he said, there, there, my dear, why would you want to suffer when you don't have to? That was the mentality of our obstetricians back in the day. Mm. So we, us women, we women had to educate them about what natural childbirth actually entails and it took me, you know, another time or so to actually get around to doing the whole natural thing. That was Peter number three. Mm-hmm. So, okay, d- the end of that part of <laughs> okay. my wow. no, that's hello. Great, <laughs> All right. Well, well, I guess we'll wrap this up by saying I say thank you, Mom, for birthing Aww. me 52 years ago, and I love you very much. You're welcome, You're welcome Jim. I'm so glad we got to do this. Yeah, and I guess it went I mean, well enough that you did it seven, seven. more times, or six, six more, times more times. Six, six more times, and I let the birth mother do the honors on the last one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> All well, right. Well, have a good day, Mom. I'll see you later. I'm going to come over thanks, in a few guys. hours. Thanks, guys. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. And that was random phone call to Martha <laughs> to Mom, Sears. That, that was I fun. think that should be a new segment because Mom is she yeah, is yeah. funny. Mom She's is funny. so great. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to our listener questions. This one was how to control anxiety, and mm. um, you know we just we I think did we cover this a little more in depth on a, pro, a recent podcast? Yeah, we've, podcast, done, a, we've I think. done a segment. But let's on just anxiety. quickly go through mm-hmm. uh, one thing. One just one concept I want to talk about is there's no not just one treatment for anxiety. You know, mm-hmm. what's the treatment? Oh, this is the pill you take. You know, you you have a whole toolbox of 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 uh, things that you do mm-hmm. to help with anxiety if the anxiety is severe enough to. Um, to really uh, affect your life in a negative way. And um, our fam, you know, it's funny <laughs> speaking to my, about my mom, mm-hmm. um, she had in the past has suffered from very severe anxiety very and she still works on her toolbox. Whenever mm-hmm. I stop by the house, she's often sitting at her table jur- doing her journaling, mm-hmm. doing her reading, doing her meditating, eating well, uh, taking her omega-3s. Um, right there, I think I just rattled off like, three yeah. or four of the tools. Um, she has used, uh, you know, at times medications if needed. So that's an excellent tool that you you may or may not need to use. Um, what else? So I, I, anxiety is something I struggle with. I have a, one of my children, probably definitely cl- clinical anxiety. So our toolbox in our family is, is pretty big and it's very personal. So, so the person that's writing in, um, you know, we'll talk about some tools, but you really have to use what resonates with you. And I know what, what works for me one day might not work the next day. And sometimes it's kind of a combination of the tools. So maybe mm-hmm. one tool won't work just on its own, but when I, kind of do them all together on a regular basis it keeps keeps me in that um keeps me in that keeps the anxiety from getting overwhelming mm-hmm. um for me a lot of it is eating the what i put in my body it either turns the anxiety on or or keeps it at bay 
Um, and so Snickers bar, Snickers that bars. That's on the that t- top of my toolbox. Yep. Oh, really? <laughs> no, no, no I mean, help. that's the yeah. thing. It works. It feels good for about 10 minutes, mm. right? I feel amazing. Right. But then the anxiety is worse and my mood is worse and my blood sugar is spiked and so all those things. So you eat another Snickers. So I eat another Snickers, right. sit and watch some TV, you know, scroll through social media for about an hour. So, yeah, that, <laughs> no, we're joking. That, all so the- you try to get out of that, that, um, that uh, cycle. Yes. Right. Yes. One one tool that uh, I know I mentioned journaling, but mm-hmm. it, what that really is 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 uh, getting um, talking, just talking mm-hmm. what's inside of your head, getting that inner conversation out of your head, whether it's onto a piece of paper or talking to a friend, or mm-hmm. to, whether it's on the phone or in person or a therapist. But mm-hmm. um, there's just something about talking the words of that you're concerned about uh, often disarms them. Yeah, you know, I'm absolutely. worried about, you know, and I, I've, I've had anxiety over some significant things in the past. And just, I found just as I'm explaining to a friend what's going on, uh, it suddenly doesn't seem nearly as bad. Mm-hmm. It's you know? true. And, and that's, uh, and if you don't have, obviously you have to have somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, everybody's had somebody to talk to, but that's journaling kind of, um, uh, so, uh, helps that yeah. too. You know, yeah. Well, and specifically, uh, you have the journaling. And then my son, who's eight, he really struggles with anxiety, especially before bed. And he's also a verbal processor. So if I let him just kind of process through and, and like you said, say those words out loud, it keeps them from spinning in his head over and over. And he just, it's almost like he gives them to me, his words to, and then he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. Um that's but some cool. kids, you know, they're not. They don't. Tech, they don't really know how to talk about what they're feeling and thinking, and so you have to pull that that out of them a little bit, or help them draw a picture about it. Um, but I know for mom, you mentioned mom when she doesn't have somebody to talk to or is not journaling, she does a lot of praying, mm. and that for her has been. I know that's at the top of her toolbox. She spends a lot of time during the day sharing her thoughts and worries and feelings with God. For her, that that has kept her um, out of that anxiety state. Um, mm-hmm. And so really, that you got to find something that, that resonates with you that you can use long-term and that's easy and quick to go to that you don't have to kind of work to get there. Yeah, yeah. And having that toolbox, um, you just got to always, if you really suffer from anxiety, to just remember you have a toolbox and when mm-hmm. things seem to be falling apart, pretty good chance you're not using your whole toolbox mm-hmm. and just taking the time to to access the tools in your toolbox uh, is good for you mm-hmm. and and um, will often help the the circumstances that are deal with the anxiety yeah. that, that cause the anxiety in the first place. So. And you talked about you know going to the gym and mm-hmm. exercise. A lot of people are starting those exercise routines now in January. And that exercise is one of the things that are, should be in everybody's toolbox at the top because we know there are so many anti-anxiety benefits of exercising. I mean, of course, there's a million <laughs> benefits, but Anti-anxiety and anti-stress is a huge part of an exercise program. So whether it's just 30 minutes a day, a quick 10-minute like power walk, um, or, or you know, one of those long hour, hour and a half gym workouts, they all mm-hmm. have their own benefits. So when somebody, you know, is, is not feeling great or they're stressed and they're like, I'm just going to go for a quick walk. I mean, that's, that's a, a huge thing. That's a thing. That's a reason why you come back feeling a lot better. Exactly. So uh, let's move on to the next question. Um, I'm curious. Uh, well, I'll read the question and then I'll ask you. Okay, this is from on Instagram. Um, 
any advice on going backwards with potty training? My two-year-old girl went six months accident-free during the day and for naps and overnight. Um, then baby brother came along, and she wakes up wet from naps and in the morning. We didn't use pull-ups at all for those six months. Uh, she just decided she wasn't going to pee in the bed. But now she wakes up and goes while she is waking up. Mm. Any advice as she adjusts to a new baby brother? I'm curious. Did any of your kids mm-hmm. regress yep, like that? They absolutely did. My middle <laughs> child regressed when my third child was born. Um, she, would, she wouldn't go number two in the potty. She would have to go in her diaper. It was the oddest thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like... She, she was three. She was just turned three. So old enough to where you feel like, oh, is this on purpose? Is it this and that? But I I mean, I, I did a lot of reading on it. I did mm-hmm. talk to a therapist because I, I, I wanted to handle it right. I wanted to really understand what was going on. And there's so much happening in the mind of a, a toddler when they have a sibling be born. I mean, it's it's just, it's massive what's going on. And so, um, you know, our our, our our bowels and are our, our going to the bathroom, that is one thing that that age can control. Mm-hmm. They can't control a lot in life, but yeah, they control, yeah. control their potty and their eating. Yeah, what goes in their body and uh-huh. what comes out of their potty. Exactly. Pot. And so if it's not the potty stuff, oftentimes it's the food stuff that a toddler will try to gain some sort of sense of control or order. Um, and so a, a huge amount of patience and grace, I think, is where to start. And you, that's probably what you've already done. Um and I would, in my in my opinion, I think using incentive and reward mm-hmm. um, would be a much a, a really good avenue to go through versus yeah. like some more punishment or or negative reactions. And it really just might take time. Um, sure. Let's talk about this a little more. Um, the having kids regress first off as a parent, understanding that it's normal, mm-hmm. uh, almost expected. You know, especially in kids under age four. They tend to have the greatest difficulty with the birth of a sibling. Um, they themselves are going through a lot of developmental changes and and learning new skills, and uh, um, so they're the most vulnerable to regression. Uh, you know, even just the title of big brother or big sister. Uh, what does that mean? That can be overwhelming mm-hmm. to a, a, a two, three, or four year old, and um, so and in areas that you mentioned, sleep potty issues or feeding you know sometimes it's the sleep mm-hmm. uh that the uh, the kids uh, suddenly start sleeping like a baby again <laughs> you know or having potty issues or the feeding issues um but if parents um don't um i always just it, a lot of parental anxiety over situations like this come because they're afraid it's it's either not normal or it's going to stay that way mm-hmm. forever you yeah, know, my, yeah. my four-year-old's going to use a bottle when he goes off <laughs> to college. Um, so if if you just kind of throttle it back in terms of your worry and just fic, fic, picture it as normal mm-hmm. and it and it's and it's that it's not a problem, then it, you know if you're not calling it a problem, then there's it's no not problem. A problem, yeah. And uh, so so, but what to do about it? Okay, let's talk about that um, first. Like I said, no, don't worry. Often it's just the toddler. I'll I'll, I'll say baby is the, mm-hmm. the newborn, and then the the uh, the displaced baby <laughs> is the toddler. So um, you know the. Uh, the toddler can just have a hard time seeing the intimacy of the connection between the mom and the newborn. And mm-hmm. that's a very intimate connection. It very is. close. A lot of, you know, your faces are 12 inches apart and suddenly the toddler is sitting there in their playpen, <laughs> not on not mom's lap. 
So yeah. um, Wait, can we pause for a quick story? Sure. Okay, so when I was born, I was um, my brother, who's three years older than me, so he was three. I was a newborn. Mom was. I hear the story all the time. Mom was nursing me. Um, Peter toddled in and asked for some orange juice. Mom, can I have some orange juice? And she said, yes, you can. I bet I'm nursing the baby. You're going to have to wait. And he crosses his arms, pouts, and he says, I hate that baby. And and stomps (laughs) out of the room. (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny. That's my brother, Peter. And now we love each other so much. But it really is a thing. Okay, go. That was my story. And it's interesting, um, not... uh, I wonder. I wonder what mom <laughs> did back th- to respond to Peter to do that. But yeah. um, if it's imp- it's appropriate to normalize that uh, to your child, uh, mm-hmm. even say, "Well, I can understand how uh, how you could hate this little baby, mm-hmm. but or uh, feel like you, you know, hate- feel like mm-hmm. you hate the baby." Um, another example, you know, um, you may you know uh, if, if the toddler wants to suddenly go back to the bottle, and you can just parents can label that behavior normally and say, "You want to suck the bottle just like your baby sister." And and just like you did when you were a baby, mm-hmm. that sure makes sense because it's nice to be held and spend that time with mama. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, sure, yeah. <laughs> have the bottle and sit on mom's lap and nobody worries about it and it's not going to last forever. Nope. It, you know? Yeah. So you you don't want to sit and, and lecture the child and say no we don't do that you're too mm-hmm. old and because uh, because that will back it will and if they've identified something like that like a bottle that would help comfort them and help that tra- transition that's huge that's mm-hmm. great that they've been able to identify yeah. something like that I think one of the big things is before the baby's born a lot of prep for the toddler talking mm-hmm. about the baby maybe watching. Um, videos or pictures about what the baby looks like on the inside. I know mom and dad wrote a book a long time ago called Baby on the Way. It's Mm -hmm. a kid's book that parents read to their toddlers or young children to help them understand the concept of the baby being on the way, what's going to come after. I'm pretty sure it talks about the mommy feeding the baby once it's born. So getting books like that and things like that to work at prep ahead of time so that when the baby comes, at least there's there's some awareness of what's to come for the toddler. Yeah. And uh, and if the toddler... I, th- I found that the more the toddler is involved, when when our second child came along, um, having older sister, she was three and a half at the time, um, the more she felt involved mm-hmm. uh, helping with diaper changes, helping with feeding and, and all that stuff, uh, just helped made mm-hmm. her feel like this is her baby too, yeah. you know? And uh, instead of mom and baby and then toddler over there it was a it was a triangle yeah, mom the, baby toddler all together helping with the baby and and um now that's one of the the foundations of why the toddler even will regress is its attention mm-hmm. you know they they've gone from being number one uh sometimes you know maybe the only child the only baby in the in the in the uh, house to suddenly not suddenly having to share attention. And this is where, um, suppose baby uh, is taking a nap. Um, Mom, I know, is tempted to take a nap too. But if there is a toddler in the house, that's kind of where you might need to then, okay, hey, um, little baby's asleep. Let's do something fun Mm -hmm. now. Let's do something just you and me. And uh, and that can go a long way. Oh, huge, huge, huge. Um, And I remember, okay, so one of my parents had, our parents had eight children. And so by the time I was a teenager, uh, I was a teenager, early teenager when they had the two youngest. 
So one thing that's cool about that is I got to see them raise babies at an age where I, I remember so, so much. So, so much of my parenting is based on how I saw them parent the last couple children and even you, Matt. Um, and you're amazing. So <laughs> I got some good tools. But when, okay, so when they adopted our sister, who's the youngest, they brought her home day one from the hospital. So she was a newborn. Um, our brother Stevens, who I think was about two and a half at the time, I remember mom bought him a newborn baby doll for him to hold. Oh. And because he was really struggling with that because he was pretty young. And so I remember, I just, gosh, I think I was like 13. I remember seeing Steven hold the baby, his baby doll, while, while my while mom nursed Lauren. I think Steven even, you know, kind of tried to nurse Lauren, uh, the, his baby doll <laughs> yeah, and yeah. change its diaper. Oh, it was sweet. really sweet. So... Um, that's cool. always stuck in my head, and I, I know that worked cool. really well for, Steve, for Stephen. Nice. I like that. Uh, something – back to the attention thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, um, if, the, if you can show the, um, the older child that, she, that he or she is getting attention from the baby too. Mm-hmm. Hey, the baby's looking at you. Yeah. The ba- you know, let's try to make the baby laugh. And, uh, and then suddenly you know, the, the toddler is, is excited. Oh, the baby smiled at me. Mm-hmm. You know, then they feel um, not displaced and, yeah, like and part, of the, part of the group. So yeah. um, maybe let's end, wrap this up with when to worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I mentioned these, these regressions almost always go away within, say, four months or so. If, they, if they're lasting longer than five or six months, um, or you're just, they seem pretty extreme. You bring it up to your pediatrician and, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, go from there. Yeah. I know there. Yes. Yeah. That's great. All right. So we have one last question and hi, Dr. Sears. I was just wondering if you've ever heard of Panda slash pans or it should be pandas, um, not the bear, not the but bear. the, uh, or the, uh, marsupial. Is that what a panda, a panda bear is, marsupial? Anyway, I um, sorry, I, re- I digress. <laughs> I just recently heard about it and really think this is what my son has had for two years. Hmm. So this is serious. This is a serious issue. Pandas um, is actually an obsessive um, behavior. It stands, it's P-A-N-D-A-S. It's an acronym for Pediatric Autoimmune Neuropsychiatric Disorder Associated with Streptococcus, uh, strep throat you know, strep infection. Uh, It's essentially, it's a sudden rapid onset of OCD behavior, obsessive compulsive behaviors, as well as sometimes possible movement or behavior symptoms like tics um, following a strep infection. Um, And it's, uh, this, the the hallmark of this, and, you know, this mom says she thinks her son has had this for two years. It's usually a very rapid onset. Your child was normal, doing fine, uh, and suddenly they're not. Uh, actual like OCD uh, that's not pandas tends to be um, a kind of creeps, starts a lot more slowly, creeps in um, over many months or even longer. Uh, with pandas, it is a uh, just like somebody flipped on a switch or flipped off a switch. And, uh, and so if, if that's the pattern, um, then pandas is often a, a, a concern and it can be tested for and treated. Oftentimes it's just simple treatment of antibiotics mm-hmm. to treat the strep infection. Um, she had mentioned PANS, that's just P-A-N-S, that's uh, Pediatric Acute Onset Neuropsychiatric Syndrome. 
Um, essentially, it's like pandas, but there's no strep. And we found it uh, can be due to other infections, mycoplasma and mono, Lyme disease, or even the H1N1 flu virus can trigger that. And what it is is the, 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 uh, the immune system uh, gets triggered by, whether it's the flu or strep, and to attack, and instead of attacking the strep, it attacks a part of the brain um, in the in the uh, basal ganglia, and it um, causes these symptoms. And it's it's quite dramatic, and 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 um, quite can be mm-hmm. quite severe. Very. So some of the signs and symptoms symptoms of pandas or pans, um, and I'll keep I'll probably keep saying this over and over. It the hallmark is acute onset. I mean, it just it went from a. a Black and white, night and day. It was normal. Now you're not normal. Difference, but um, you know, OC, typical OCD symptoms, uh, or, or it could be challenges with eating, or even at the extreme anorexia. Sensory is- issues like sensitivity to clothes, sound, and light. Um, a lot of kids have that, but mm-hmm. it's not. Uh, it was normal, and now he's not normal. Um, handwriting suddenly noticeably deteriorates. That can be an issue. Suddenly, uh, free. Uh, Issues with uh, bedwetting mm-hmm. or urinary issues, uh, um, small motor skills, like like I said, the handwriting, ticks. I think I mentioned that earlier, uh, movement problems. Uh, it could be even just uh, uh, distractible, inattentive uh, problems, focusing, um, issues with memory. Um, there's an, an overnight onset of anxiety or panic attacks over things that were no big deal just a few days ago, like thunderstorms, bugs, something like that. Uh, you're suddenly unable, unable to separate from their caregiver or to sleep alone. Um, I mean, no, I know I'm describing a lot of kids here, <laughs> yeah. but like I keep saying, it's uh, the, that overnight onset, mm-hmm. um, suddenly screaming for hours on end. Uh, or fear of germs, or some of those other more traditional OCD symptoms. But if if your child was normal, and then overnight was not normal, uh, think about pandas and ask your doctor to get your child tested. Yeah. So, uh, so for this listener, if you're concerned about that, you need to find um, your pediatrician may or may not uh, be. Uh, uh, the law, they'll be familiar with pandas, I know, but may, they may not be a specialist. Most uh, major cities will have a, a at least a few pandas specialists, and there's a lot of parenting groups. Um, I'm looking at the International OCD Foundation website, and uh, there's some a lot of great information on the internet for that. So um, I hope you can get the uh, uh, the help for your child. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. So that was our listener questions for today. Uh, Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with some more stuff. Hey, everybody. A quick message from the North Pole here. We've been quite busy making lots of toys for, you know, all the good girls and boys. But once Santa leaves for his magical journey to deliver all those gifts, we elves don't have much to do. So, since my sister and her husband down in Pensacola are expecting a new bundle of joy in the next few weeks... I have put together a nice little gift basket from the Sears Parenting Library. There are more than 30 child-wearing titles to choose from, with everything from pregnancy, childbirth, and breastfeeding to discipline, sleep, and ADD. So if you're looking for that perfect gift for that new or veteran parent on your list, check out the Sears Parenting Library on AskDrSears.com. Love that elf. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Love that elf. Uh, but yeah, go visit the Dr. Sears family uh, or parenting library mm-hmm. and uh, get um, pick up. I mean, there's so many great books. There really about, are. Uh, yeah. Everything. But um, 
Well, and now it's time for Mom to Mom Moments with Hayden. <laughs> my moment today, because I was thinking of, I, I think about my own life when I'm going to share this with you guys, and um, it's exercise. And I know like, it seems like such a simple thing, but as we parent our children and we give so much to them, it's so easy to forget to do things for ourselves that are going to be very, very significant. And so this year, uh, or this past year, exercise, which had been a always a huge habit of mine, kind of took a back burner because work and kids just ramped up and I slacked off on that. And I can see the huge decline in some of my health stuff going on. And so I would like to encourage parents out there to join me this year in really making a renewed effort to get regular exercise in every single day, get that body moving, that heart pumping, even if it's 20, 30 minutes every single day, just go for it. And then maybe a couple times a week, have those long workouts in. Um, I'm That's something I'm committing to doing this year. And I would up for you to join me because the benefits in that moment are huge and also for a lifetime are huge. So that's like um, that. Well, can you, will you join me in my Toyota-thon? I will, uh, yes, I was thinking about that. You know what? It, you know, it's going to be hard. It sounds sounds super intimidating, but the guy yeah, in the yeah. commercial is so exciting oh, and yeah. so inviting. Yeah, everybody's like, doing it. Apparently. I know. Everybody's yeah. going down. And to, I just want to talk to them. To do then. their Toyota-thon. Yeah. So I'm, All right. I I'm in. in. I'm in. Done. Happy New Year. Happy I love New it. Year. All right. Well, that's great. I love that. That was. This has been a good show. It has. Good New Year's show. I hope everybody's having a happy yeah. New Year. Speaking of New Year's, do you guys make New Year's resolutions or well, Toyota Thon? We just my, talked. I, about. Oh, yeah, sweet. My, okay. <laughs> what, else, what else could there be? <laughs> no. No. Do you guys do goals or? I'm. I am uh, planning like you were just talking about getting mm-hmm. back into exercise into my running routine. I, I've taken a little bit of a break since I screwed up my ankle a few Aww. months ago, as you guys heard. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's – I've been itching to get back out there a few times mm-hmm. a week and Good. I just go running. On that, just a quick note, so I, know, um, it, I know a lot of people out there are have having the same resolution. I'm going to go running a few times a week. But what helped me get back into things is signing up for a race mm. or something. Ooh, if yeah. you actually mm-hmm. sign up for something, right. you have a deadline. I need to get in shape for this specific thing you're way more likely to actually do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to actually go home and sign up for the OC Half Marathon today. Awesome. Oh, right. Cool. You, how far, how long, how long do you have it's, to train It's for in it? May. So in May. It's like so five you months. Five months. Yeah. I right. did the full marathon a few years ago, but I'm not up for that again this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure when the next Toyota-thon is. I don't but, know. We'll uh, let, it, we'll let you know. I would imagine <laughs> it's <laughs> just around the corner, everybody. <laughs> but um, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us on another edition of the Dr. Sears Family Podcast. Uh, Don't forget that we are here to celebrate the many joyful moments of parenting and help you through those moments that aren't quite so (laughs) joyful, like trying to get out of the house in the morning with a four-year-old turtle. (laughs) Happy New Year, everyone. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at... Is there an at? Is it just whatever? Dr. Sears Family Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and on the interwebs, askdrsears.com slash podcast. Send us your questions, comments. Review us, rate us. And don't forget, if anybody wants to join one of those gentle cleanses, 10-day shreds, family cleanses that we do every single month, reach out to me at HaydenSears1 on Instagram or email us through AskDrSears.com and we will connect you with a group. Um, Join my group. We have a blast. How long can we drag out this send-off? It's fun, yeah. For Hayden and for Matt, this is Dr. Jim Sears and we will see you guys next time.